Good morning. Thanks, Ben. That was beautiful. Ben rocks. We love him, don't we? It's good to be in God's house, yeah? Good to be in God's house. It's nice to be back from holidays. Got excited when I drove into the car park this morning and saw some of your cars and thought about your beautiful faces. So I was like, oh, it's so good to be with family. All right, I've got a question for you this morning. Who likes waiting? Who likes waiting? Do you like waiting at the doctor's surgery? Do you like that standard half an hour wait when you first go and tell them you've arrived and you actually get to see the doctor? Who likes waiting at the bank? Do you like waiting at the bank? I love waiting at the bank when the teller just picked up a phone call before we walked in. And it ends up being a very extended, lengthy phone call. I love waiting. Who likes waiting when you're on hold on the telephone? Yeah? Like a fan? What about at the supermarket? Who loves waiting at the supermarket? Do you love waiting at the supermarket? I was visiting the IGA the other day and I got to that register like one millisecond after the lady in front of me. I had two items, she had a whole trolley. I loved that waiting. I loved that. I loved standing there thinking about all the other things I could be doing while I was waiting in that line. I loved looking at those items and looking at the checkout lady, willing her, willing her to scan those items faster and to talk a whole lot less, yeah, silently. Waiting is not my favourite thing. I don't know about you, but we don't really love waiting, do we? Who likes waiting at Macca's in the parking bay? Because it's called fast food, isn't it? So we go for fast food because we actually want fast food. Who loves it when you order the food and then they send, they send you to the parking bay? It's not quite as fast as it should be. Generally, we don't like waiting, do we? Not big fans of it. It's not kind of on our to-do list. Like, the thing I want to do today, my, like, number one priority is I want to wait, yeah? I want to wait. It's not really up there on our bucket list, is it, waiting, yeah? We live in a world where things tend to get busier and the pace gets quicker and life gets crazier. Generally, if you chat with people or catch up with people, a lot of us are just trying to keep up with everything. We're trying to keep up with work. We're trying to keep up with family. We're trying to keep up with possibly having some friendships if we could fit those in. We're just trying to keep up with everything, aren't we? Life gets busier and busier and busier. But the problem with that is that it's actually completely opposite to the way that the kingdom of God operates, yeah? I want to read you a scripture. It's from Psalm 46, verse 10. And the NIV version says, Be still and know that I am God. The NASB version reads, Cease striving 
and know that I am God. Because as we are still and we see striving, there's actually a knowing of God in that. There's something about being still. There's something about ceasing striving that causes us to know that he is God. Psalm 130 verse 5 to 6 reads, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I put my hope. My soul waits for the Lord. Psalm 27 verse 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart. Wait for the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 34. Wait for the Lord and keep his way. I'm going to read you one more. Psalm 5, verse 3. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait in expectation. So I have a question for you. How does it look to wait upon the Lord? How does it look for you to wait upon the Lord? How does that look in your day? How does that look in your life? How does that look in your week? How does it actually look for you to wait upon the Lord? How does that look in your day-to-day living? How does that look in your life? How is waiting on the Lord a reality for us today? Because in the 21st century, our culture, I think, actually trains us to be exactly the opposite. Our culture trains us to want things instantly, to want things really quickly. You know, when it comes to buying furniture, household appliances, clothing, anything we want, we can have things pretty instantly, can't we? You can go to all those shops, Harvey Norman and Good Guys and... Um, all those stores, and they'll have interest-free periods. You can walk away with exactly what you want today. You don't have to spend five years saving for that thing. You don't have to save week after week after week. You can walk into a store and you can get exactly what you want instantaneously. And we have a new thing. It's called Afterpay. It's like the new whiz bag thing. You can get whatever you want instantly and pay for it later you don't have to save for it you don't have to work for it you don't have to watch the savings account clocking up you can just walk into a store and buy whatever you want and pay for it later our culture is training us to want things instantly our culture is training us in a way that is completely contrary to the kingdom of God and the ways of the world and society are completely contrary to the kingdom of God. So, how do we ensure that we live the ways of the kingdom when it comes to our relationship with Father when we live in a world where everything is completely opposite to that? 
How do we make space for waiting on God in our everyday lives? Because I believe that waiting on God actually involves retraining the way that we may be programmed. Waiting on God actually involves retraining our minds to know that there is great value in waiting. Yeah? Because we look at waiting and we think waiting is a waste of our time. Waiting is a waste of our resources. Waiting is something that we're doing when we could be doing something else that is much more important. But in the kingdom, waiting is an extraordinary thing. Waiting on God is one of the most precious things that we can actually do. And you know what we discover as we wait upon him? There's great breakthrough in the waiting. There's actually supernatural strength that's found in the waiting. Because if we're not living a lifestyle of waiting on God for his strength, then we're operating in our own. And when we operate in our own, generally we discover that that runs out. <laughs> it runs dry, leaves us in feeling empty and burnt out and worn out and realising that we're actually created, we're actually designed by God, for God, to operate in his strength, yeah? See, we're, divine, we're divinely designed to live being strengthened by him, to live being empowered by him. We're designed to wait on him and to rest in him and find our strength in him. And the only strength we're operating in, if we're not waiting on him, is our own. And I don't know about you, but when I try and operate in my own strength, when I try and do everything in my own strength, it doesn't end very well because my strength comes to an end. My strength has limitations. My strength has places that it will get me to, but I'll stop there, yeah? But God's strength has no limits. God's strength never runs out. God's strength never runs dry. So when we're operating out of his strength, when we're waiting on him, we're living with supernatural strength rather than natural strength, yeah? And I don't want to be living in natural strength. I actually want to be living in supernatural strength. So, have you ever felt like giving up? <laughs> Two heads. Have we ever felt like giving up? Yeah. If we're honest, we'd probably all recognise that we've felt like giving up. I have lots of times, multiple times, a multitude of times. I just thought it's too hard. It's too difficult. This problem is just way too big. This mountain is just too hard to conquer. Yeah? So when in that moment, when you felt like giving up in that moment... Were you waiting on the Lord? In that moment of wanting to give up, in that moment of being completely overwhelmed, were you waiting on the Lord? 
Were you waiting on Father when you felt like that? Isaiah 40, verse 31. One of my favourite, favourite scriptures. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I'm going to read it again because I just love it. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So if we wait, if we wait, he promises to renew our strength. So if we learn to wait on him, if we learn to make space for him, to make time for him, if we can learn a lifestyle of waiting upon him, he promises to renew our strength. So does your strength need renewing today? Does your strength need renewing today? My strength needs renewing today. Yeah? Well, you're in the right place because that's what God's in the business of doing. He's really good at renewing our strength. He's really good at giving us brand new strength. And he wants to do that not just today but on a daily basis. He wants to renew our strength and renew our strength. And renew our strength. So I'll ask you again, what does waiting on the Lord look like for you? What does waiting on the Lord look like for you? Do you know what renew means? Because that scripture says that he will renew our strength, yeah? God promises to renew our strength as we wait on him. Renew means to give fresh life to or strength to. Renew means to revive, regenerate, revitalize, reinvigorate, restore, breathe new life into, resurrect, resuscitate, awaken, wake up, rejuvenate and stimulate, yeah? So as we wait on the Lord, he says he will revive us, yeah? As we wait on God, he will revive us. As we wait on God, he will regenerate us. As we wait on the Lord, he will revitalize us, reinvigorate us, restore us. As we wait on the Lord, he will breathe brand new life into us. That's actually his promise. As you wait on me, I will renew your strength. I will make your strength brand new. I will revitalize you. I will resuscitate you. I will breathe brand new life into you. It's his promise as we wait. How amazing is that? We don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to know exactly how we're going to conquer that mountain in in front of us, yeah? But if we wait on the Lord, as we wait on the Lord, 
He will revitalize us. He will make our strength brand new. What a promise. What a promise. Like a brand new car. Yeah? He's going to give us brand new strength. Who loves the brand new car smell? Do you like the brand new car smell? I love the brand new car smell. I am... I have such fond memories of brand new car smell because when I was a kid, my dad worked for Ford. So he would regularly get new cars from Ford and I loved, 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 loved that brand new car smell. There's something awesome about it. And when Andrew worked for MEGT, he would get brand new cars quite regularly too. You had to um, clock over a certain amount of kilometres before you would get a new car. I don't know if it was 100,000 kilometres or 80,000 kilometres. But let me tell you, Andrew found excuses to drive that car so that he would get the next one quicker because he wanted that brand new car smell. He drove that car and he drove that car and he drove that car so that the next one would come along quicker. I think he was like the highest ranking person in MEGT and there was thousands of people who got his new car the quickest out of everyone in the company because he was a fan of brand new cars. Yeah? <laughs> And you can even buy air fresheners or something, can't you? Can't you buy like scents, like the brand new car scent? But it doesn't smell like a brand new car, does it? There's just like, there's just no comparison to the real thing. Well, let me tell you, just like that air freshener that says it's a brand new car smell has no comparison to the smell of a brand new car. Let me tell you, when God's renewing your strength, when you're operating with brand new strength, there is no comparison to that. You can try and fake it till you make it. Yeah, you can try and buy that brand new strength air freshener. But when you're waiting on the Lord, when you're waiting on the Lord, your strength is incomparable. There is nothing like the smell. There is nothing like the scent of someone that's learnt to wait on the Lord, yeah? There is nothing like strength that flows out of a person who's created a lifestyle of waiting upon the Lord, yeah? You cars don't have mechanical problems. Well, they're not supposed to, are they, Ben? <laughs> they don't have toward carpet. Or toward seats. Their, um, their upholstery isn't damaged. There's not stains everywhere. A brand new car is a brand new car. They don't have the wear and tear, do they? They don't have the wear and tear of an old vehicle. So what about you? Do you feel like you have some wear and tear this morning? I do sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you have a bit of wear and tear going on? Do you feel like you're not living quite at that optimal place that the Lord would love you to be living from today? Because you know what? God wants to renew your strength. He wants to renew your strength and renew your strength and renew your strength. 
He wants to do that on a daily basis. He wants to give you brand new strength on Monday, brand new strength on Tuesday, brand new strength on Wednesday, brand new strength on Thursday. How how extraordinary would that be to live in that space where our strength is renewed and our strength is renewed and our strength is renewed. So I'm going to ask you the same question again. What does waiting on the Lord look like for you? What does waiting on the Lord look like in your life? Because it looks different for all of us. And that's okay. That's totally okay. It will look different for all of us. We will experience it differently to each other. That's okay. It doesn't have to look the same. It's not meant to look the same. It's just about creating space for that to happen. It's just about waiting on the Lord in however you wait on the Lord. It's spending time with him however that looks like for you in your life. And it is about saying yes and choosing to wait. Because it's only him that can renew your strength. Best friend can't do it. Your husband can't do it. Your wife can't do it. Brother or your sister can't do it for you. Best friend can't do it for you. Your pastor can't do it for you. The worship leader can't do it for you. Your friendship group leader can't do it for you. Yeah. Our serving team, they can't do it for you. Our eldership, they can't do it for you. Yeah. It's about you waiting on the Lord. It's about you renewing your strength. Yeah. It's only him that can give you brand new strength. It's only him who can remove your weariness your tiredness, your exhaustion and give you new passion for life. It's only him. Only him. Only him. I love the song. Who loves the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus? I don't know if that's what it's called. That's 10, okay. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Isn't it amazing what happens when we turn our eyes upon Jesus? Isn't that amazing how we can be so overwhelmed? Isn't it amazing how life can be so difficult, so challenging? We can just be getting knocked from here, there and everywhere. But isn't it amazing that you could turn your eyes upon Jesus and something extraordinary happens, something life-changing happens. And the things of earth do go strangely dim, don't they? 
everything that was going on around us that seemed so huge and so insurmountable and, and so difficult suddenly grow so strangely dim in the presence of God. It's kind of what happened this morning when we were worshipping, isn't it? Everything else began to kind of grow strangely dim as we just worshipped the Lord, as we waited on him and waited on him and waited on him. Everything else started to get a whole lot smaller and he started to get a whole lot bigger and a whole lot more amazing and a whole lot larger in our lives because that's what happens when we wait upon him. So I want you to close your eyes this morning and if the worship team can come up. That would be wonderful because we're going to worship and sing that last song. So I want you to close your eyes and go back to a time when you felt completely overwhelmed by life. Completely overwhelmed by the circumstances that were going on around you completely overwhelmed by stuff that just looks so much bigger than your ability to cope with. When everything was just going wrong, when everything was kind of looking so messy and you just didn't know how you were going to get through that. But then you began to worship yeah, you began to worship. You began to wait upon the Lord. You began to make space for him and room for him in the stuff that you were feeling. You began to turn your eyes upon Jesus. You began to wait on him and wait on him and press into him. And something extraordinary happened. Something supernatural happened. Completely supernatural. Because your circumstances started looking a whole lot less overwhelming. And the love of the Father and the goodness of the Father and the grace of God just began to saturate all over your life. And that stuff that just looked so hard and that stuff that just looked so impossible, now you're just looking at the glory of God. Now you're experiencing the love of God and the love of the Father. And that stuff, it's not really that big. In fact, it's hardly big at all in the face of a God that loves you and a God that's for you and Jesus who died for you in the face of the creator of the universe, the King of kings and the Lord of lords who breathes life into us, yeah? who calls our name, who cries out for his children. And he came and he transformed that situation. He transformed that circumstance. And suddenly you don't feel burdened, but you feel joy. And suddenly you don't feel overwhelmed, but you feel peace. 
And suddenly you don't feel weak, but you actually feel incredibly strong. Because when we wait upon the Lord, when we're in the presence of our Heavenly Father, that's what happens. And you know what? He did it once and He'll do it again and He'll do it again and He'll do it again and He'll do it again. Because when we wait on Him, that's what happens. And that's what he wants to do every single day, every single day in our lives. So this morning we're going to worship to that last song. We're going to worship to that last song and we're going to give you an opportunity to wait upon the Lord. You can come to the altar, you can sit in your seat, you can lay on the floor, you can do whatever you like to wait upon the Lord. We're not going to pray for you because we actually are creating a space for you to wait upon the Lord, for you to have your own encounter, yeah, with Father, for Father to love on you, for Father to meet with you, for Father to just cause the things of the earth to grow strangely dim, yeah. The things that are worrying you, the things that are burdening you. This is just an opportunity, yeah? This is just an opportunity to wait on Him, to wait on Him, to just let His love fight into those places, to let His peace just pour into all the deep recesses of your heart. So, this is between you and Father this morning. Whoever that looks for you, this is a moment for you to wait upon the Lord. So we're going to wait upon the Lord together. We're going to worship together. We're going to praise together. But this is you and Papa. This is you and Father. This is your moment with Him. This is your moment with Him. And you know what? We're practicing this morning. But tomorrow you can do it at home. And Tuesday you can do it at home. And Wednesday you can do it at home. Because He wants to renew your strength. And renew your strength. And renew your strength. He's so good. He's so full of love. He doesn't want you feeling burdened. He doesn't want you overwhelmed. He doesn't want you hurting and broken. But he wants us free, yeah? He wants us so free, so loved. So thanks, guys. Worship team, if we can just worship together for that last song. And we're just going to wait on the Lord together. Amen. You say to us, seek my face, our hearts reply, your face we seek. Come teach us, Lord.
still stand and worship. We will not rest, no will we cease to
we just say yes to waiting on you, Lord. We say yes to being a people, to being a family, Father, to being children that wait on you, Lord. We say yes to waiting, Father. We say no, God, to the pressures, Father, to the demands, to the busyness, Father. We just say no to all of those things. And we say yes, we will choose to wait upon you. We will choose to live a lifestyle, Father, where we wait upon you, Abba. We wait upon you, God. We wait upon you that we would be people that can declare. But those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength, yeah? They will soar on wings like eagles. We will run and not grow weary, Father. We will walk and not be faint, God. We declare that we will wait upon the Lord, that our strength will be renewed, God, that we will soar on wings like eagles, that we will run and not grow weary, that we will walk and not be faint, Lord. We are a people of supernatural strength, Father. Not natural, Father, but we choose to wait, God, and to live upon supernatural strength. We thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you've ministered to our hearts. We thank you, Papa, for the things that you've deposited deep on the inside of us. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you, God, for the joy of waiting upon you, God. The joy of waiting upon the Lord. The joy of being in your presence, Father. We thank you for our strength that has been renewed, Lord. For our mourning that has turned into dancing, Lord. We thank you that you have turned the tides and shifted our hearts. And for that, we're so thankful. We just walk in tomorrow and choose to be a people that wait. Amen. We love you. Let your strength be renewed. Papa longs for it. We long for it. We want to see you so strong and so well and so encouraged and so loving this journey that Father has you on. Be blessed. Have a cuppa. Introduce yourself to someone you don't know. Have a great Sunday. Thanks, worship team. That was extraordinary.